This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl van der Merwe. And today in episode 105, we have a guest who's going to be talking to us about online resources for creative writing. So welcome, Ayana Murray. Thank you for having me. So just um, at the start, I'm going to tell you that Ayana has her own website, ayanamurray.com, and it's A-Y-A-N-N-A, murray.com. You can find the link to it and everything that she is going to mention today in the show notes. Show notes can be found at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Now, I met Ayana on my one Facebook group, Homeschooling College Bound Teens, and I'll put that link in too. So if you are on the cusp of having a teen or have a teen that you hope is going to go to college, you're welcome to come and join us there too. But uh, Ayana at one point um, posted a link to a number of useful creative writing links. And so I reached out to her, it was actually months ago now, and I said, oh, won't you come on my podcast because you obviously know a lot more about this than me and you'll find out later why she does. And she said, sure, but in a few months because I'm moving. So she has now moved. I didn't forget. And I reached back out. And so Ayana is with us. Ayana, do you want to just start and tell us a little bit about your homeschooling journey before we start to talk about creative writing? Well, um, again, thank you for having me. Yes, um, I was one of those mothers that never even thought about homeschooling and definitely thought it was for crazy people. So I'm an unlikely homeschooler. But I remember after college being exposed to some families who homeschooled, and one in particular just chose to homeschool for kindergarten. And I said, you know, when I have children, I think I might do that because her goal was to kind of learn her kids and um, learn their learning style and then send them off um, to school. So when I did finally, have my daughter, I definitely considered doing that. I have four children. They are now teenagers. So I have a 16-year-old, a 14-year-old. Those are my girls. And then I have identical twin boys who are 13. So I have been homeschooling for about 13 years now, and it has been quite the journey. Um, Now, I will tell you a little bit about my journey with creative writing, but it really started with reading, teaching my kids how to read. And uh, when my daughter was three and a half, um, I taught her how to read using the teacher child to read in 100 easy lessons, which I'm sure many of you veteran homeschoolers have probably heard of. Um, I tried it and successfully. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it worked for my daughter. And then after she did that, I was like, well, what do I do next? And then I found that they had a computerized version called Funix, F-U-N-N-I-X. And um, and that took from 
took her from second grade reading level to third grade reading level. And so at this point, I'm just immersed in children's literature. As everybody, you know, with little ones know, the power of reading to your kids. And so I just made it a goal to read about 15 to 20 picture books a day. And, um, you know, reading to your kids is obviously important for the developmental purpose and school readiness. And, and, you know, it's just an amazing time to be with your little people and just to have them sitting on your lap or walking around the room and you reading stories to them. My goal was to create avid readers. I wanted them to love reading. And so again, I immersed myself into reading to them so many books a day, 15 to 20. And then the seed was planted in me. I want to write stories um, because I don't see stories about, I'm an African-American, so many, um, I wasn't finding a lot of books that told our part of the story. And so that seed was planted in me, but having four kids um, three and under <laughs> was problematic with actually being able to have time to sit down and write these stories. So it actually wasn't until about six years ago that I wrote my first complete story and decided it was good enough and I got an agent and that's what I did. Um, but to be honest, I don't know, teaching writing scared me with homeschool. I don't think I ever spoke that fear aloud, but it, I was internally really stressed about teaching writing to my kids. And I tried all kinds of curriculum with my eldest, you know, the first child you homeschool is your guinea pig. You're just trying this thing out, what sticks, what works. And um, my daughter Jada, when she was in the second grade, and she's now a junior in high school, so this was a long time ago, um, she was really struggling with the curriculum, the popular, popular curriculum that I had purchased. And having her complete a lesson was like pulling teeth. And I decided, I don't know, what gave me the thought, but I just scrapped the whole thing. And um, you know what that's like when you spend a whole bunch of money on curriculum right. and you just realize it's not gonna work. And that's when I just found my first online creative uh, writing resource, which was NaNoWriMo Young Writers Program. And basically the goal is to have kids for 30 days create a novel. And um, you pick, I think it was like a 3,000 word count. And every day you make a goal to uh, write a certain amount of words. And sometimes I, she would narrate and I would write, but a lot of times she would go and write. And it was the first time that I realized this child loves to write. <laughs> and I would try and send her out for recess and she'd be like but mommy writing's like my recess I was blown away I just it was like she just blossomed because she got to express herself and she was so free and and she loved it and so I decided to put on hold on um, my kids um need to write papers and essays and really the um, formal writing. And I decided just like I wanted my kids to be avid readers, I wanted them to actually love writing and to love the creative writing process. 
And um, so due to my love of poetry, I also developed my own poetry curriculum and those resources will be listed, but you can find a lot of those on my Pinterest board, Poetry for Everyone. So one thing about creative writing, because I think sometimes as homeschoolers, we're afraid to take the time to put that in a part of our curriculum. And it's because maybe we don't really appreciate the skills that the kids learn with creative writing. So. The skills that the kids learn is they're building confidence. They're developing the power to influence and persuade through their writing. There's an artistic self-expression that happens. They're exposed to a variety of types of writing, fiction, poetry, playwriting, screenwriting, nonfiction. It just opens their minds to the realm of writing. Um, they also gain the ability to critique and revise their work. Um, and you need imagination <laughs> to solve world's problems. And that starts in the creative uh, writing process. Not to mention um, that when kids come up with or come against challenges, you need creative thoughts to overcome them and problem solve. Um, and so to keep my kids interested in writing, I've had them join writing clubs. One that, <clears throat> excuse me, we really enjoyed was Writopia Lab, which is now online because of COVID, and which is great. So now they offer an amazing assortment of classes. Um, it was because of their involvement in Writopia Lab that I was introduced to writing contests and writing submissions to magazines. So this was a really cool thing that I hadn't even thought of, was that my kids are creating these short stories, poetry, and so then I started having them submit their work to magazines and contests. And they were able to see, wow, my work can have an impact. It can be exposed to a larger audience. And I think when you're just writing a book report, which you can also submit online, but when you're just kind of like just writing a paper on a book you read or, you know, it just kind of gets monotonous and kind of some, for some kids boring. Now, a lot of kids may like writing essays and there's nothing, I don't have anything against that because my kids also had to learn that. But um, for them to be able to see that their writing can just reach an audience and that the audience can respond to it is really invaluable. So I have a Pinterest board of contests and online magazines um, that kids can submit to. And um, I want to say, you know what, I'll make sure to send that one to you. I think I may have right, forgotten you didn't. to write yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, I, I need the link to that one. I'm just writing it yes, down here. So but the know. ones I'm going to mention here are the Scholastics Art and Writing. And um, this is for students in grades 7 through 12. You have to be 13 or older. Um, and you can enter from September through January. And there's tons of categories. So um, it includes the arts as well. But the writing, you can do critical essay, dramatic script, humor, novel writing, personal essay, memoir, poetry, short story. So there's a long list. And um, it's so awesome because the kids get acknowledged if they win. There's categories of honorable mention, um, silver, and gold. 
and then you win on a local level, but then you can also, if selected, you can compete nationally and usually that's held in New York City. So it's, it's just an exciting contest and I would definitely encourage um, parents to look into that. Um, also the New York Times Learning Contest, they are pretty amazing as well. They provide unit plans for teachers, writing guides, webinars, and so many online resources. Um, some of their um, contests have included writing and producing a podcast, poetry. Right now they have the latest 2020-21 um, contest going on, personal narratives, um, documenting what it looks like to be a teenager during COVID. And they can use anything. They can use um, an essay. They can use art, poetry. Um, they're opening up that contest for any kind of um, submission. So that one's really cool. Um, the Young Playwright Festival is another thing that I think would be really cool to mention. What I love, my daughter loves theater. So I said, why don't you write a play? And so I found a contest, a local contest. I didn't know it also is national. So it's another one of those where you submit locally and then um, if they select you, you can compete nationally. And, and again, that's the Young Playwright Festival. So you, what you have to do is Google it for your area to see what the process is to submit. And I'm so excited to say that she was a winner here in Memphis. And the cool, the really cool thing about it is, is that she was able to tie in her love for theater, but also her love for technology. So she wrote about a girl um, joining an all-male robotics team. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so it was just so cool. And so now they're going to have some professional actors actually read out her script. And again, it's just, it's, the kids are able to see, wow, what I can do with writing is amazing. And that's what I want. Um, for my kids and for your kids as well. And what she also hopes to do is to now create a picture book series based off of that play. And so she's just going to continue to build on it. And she's just been able to see so many different ways to use her writing. So again, I have four children. They do all enjoy creative writing. Um, and I'm proud to say that my daughters and I have published a preschool book entitled Bear Learns to Share. And my eldest daughter did the illustrations and then I co-wrote it with my other daughter, Anaya. The book will be out at the end of the month on Amazon and offered in bookstores. So we're super excited about that. That's great. And when it does come out, send me the link again and I will come back to this. So if, you, if you're listening after the end of October 2020, the link will already be in the show notes. But if you are listening before then, um, come back and I will actually put the link in. So if you can't find the book online and you know somebody who'd really benefit from that you can you can come back and I will be putting the link in the show notes for that and I will also be linking to where you can find Ayana on Instagram and Twitter and again just remember her website is ayanamurray.com where you can go and find her homeschool resources Ayana thank you so much for coming and speaking to us today 
Thank you for having me. It's been my joy and pleasure. That was great. And I hope that you all have learned a lot. And um, do come and join us on in, in our Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology podcast community, uh, where we can share more ideas. And then I will see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.